Welcome to Triumph and Disaster, a show dedicated to manly creativity and culture. Brought to you by your host, Cameron McHarg. Hey guys, how's it going? This is Cameron McHarg. We're back for another episode of Triumph and Disaster after a little time off. So I want to get to that in just one second. Um, this week I have Derek Peltz as my guest, and he is um, a chef, among other things. He was also a uh, a pro baseball prospect, and he's a professional drummer. Just a really badass, cool guy. Really cool guy. Um, I don't know if you saw Master Chef on Fox, but he was a runner up winner. If you if you just Google his name, Derek Peltz, it's D E R R I C K P E L T Z. You'll see that everybody basically thought he was robbed. But um, yeah, he was a runner-up with uh, Gordon Ramsay on that show. And we have a really cool talk. I'll talk about that a little bit in just a minute. But first, I just wanted to talk a little bit about um, why I've been gone for a little while. And, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't talk a lot about myself on this show. I don't, I don't do podcasts that are very often that are, uh, that are just me. I don't really like to toot my own horn or listen to my own voice or make it about me in any way. But we talk about this a little bit in the, uh, in the, in the talk in the conversation too. So long story short, last month, I guess it was, uh, it was on, it was one month exactly ago today. Today I'm recording this on October 22nd and this happened, um, September 22nd, early in the morning. So my girlfriend got hurt really bad. I can't say what happened, but there was sort of, there was an emergency situation and that uh, led to her having to jump out of her apartment window basically to save herself. And she got really hurt. She shattered her both heels. They both had to get surgically repaired and broke bones in her hands, um, a compression fracture in one of her vertebrae. And I had to give everything up to take care of her. So I'm, I'm basically her 24-hour living caretaker, among other things. And uh, wow, this has really been... It's been something it's, it's, I've never, you know, I don't have kids. I've never, um, I've never really, I've never had any real responsibilities outside of myself before, you know, and this perspective that it's given me has really been something I could probably do a whole show on it, but I just wanted to touch on it for a minute first, just to explain why I've been gone, but also what it's done for me. It's, uh, you know, the support that we've gotten she had, we started a GoFundMe site because I, this is my full-time job now. Um, not the podcast. I mean, taking care of her. So, you know, once in a while I'm able to, um, you know, maybe have an hour to myself and I'm able to actually, you know, have a conversation with somebody and, and get this thing out there. Uh, but for the next, at least several months, it might not be as often as it was before. And, um, so we set up a GoFundMe account, which is, um, something that uh is basically kind of paying our way through the next few months because we're obviously both not working and the outpouring of support on this thing has just been (laughs) it's been crazy it's been phenomenal and for a lot of you guys this is probably new news but um it's really spread around quite a bit and it's been moving it's been it's been moving and uh there, there have been complete strangers who don't know either me or her who have helped out and reached out and it's really been something um I think that I'm a different person as a result of all of this. And uh, it's something I need to think about and maybe talk a little bit more later. But um, it's humbling. And uh, I feel like I'm 
a more compassionate, kinder person, a more patient person with with everybody and with the world. And uh, getting through this thing, I don't think that uh, that I'll be the same after it. So I'm going to um, I'm going to post the um, GoFundMe uh, site on my blog at uh, triumphanddisasterblog.com, and you can see you can take a look at what what the deal is there. Some of you guys might actually recognize and know who she is from. Um, this is a million years ago, but she was in a movie called Super Troopers. It's kind of a cult comedy, and they're actually doing a sequel of it now. And they actually supported this uh, GoFundMe, actually. The guys from Broken Lizard um, promoted it. and re- I, Hats off to you guys. If any of them listen, thank you. So, yeah, it was a million years ago, but she still, <laughs> all this time later, gets recognized for it. So, uh, if you've ever seen that movie, she was uh, the uh, one of the German swingers. <laughs> one of the there's a married German couple that gets pulled over in a Porsche and it's kind of this whole thing so if you've seen it you know what it is and she's a photographer and uh, anyway we talk about it a little more later but um, I'll post everything on the blog but long story short that's why I've been gone for so long and uh, I may not be able to get as many podcasts out as I have before I'm going to do my best to see if I can uh, get one out every couple of weeks or so but uh, we'll see what we can do and I thank you. I thank you for your patience and uh, for all you guys who have uh, who've already reached out to me or, or, or shared this thing or donated in any way. I really appreciate it. And if you like the show and you want me to keep it going here, like I said, it's going to be a little bit more difficult, but you can um, you can leave something on my PayPal at triumphandisasterblog.com if you like, and uh, it'll just help me to keep going. And, you know, if everything goes well, um, we'll be through this by early next year, early in 2017, and everything will be normal again. So that's all. I just wanted to uh, take this episode to uh, to talk about that a little bit. And um, feel free to uh, to email me and, and reach out if you'd like for, for about this or about anything else at triumphanddisasterblog at gmail.com. And uh, so back again, real quick on Derek Peltz. I really, I, I fucking love this talk. We talk a lot about some things that meant a lot to me and actually kind of coincided oddly with my life about dealing with... Uh, the ego and humility and setting the ego aside and, uh, the importance of that. And, um, about mentors, about not doing things for free, about the power of saying no. It was just a really cool talk. He's a super cool guy and, uh, he's a winner and he's a creative guy and he does all kinds of different things. And I thought he was a perfect guest for the show. And, uh, and then, no, no, here we go. Derek Peltz. Thanks guys. Triumph and disaster. So I have Derek here and, uh, yeah, man. So you, so you got your headshots taken. I'm just gonna, cause I, I think I'm doing this first. And then before, after I do this, I do like a little introduction, a little outro thing. And in the out intro, I will probably mention the fact that, cause I've been on a little hiatus and you know why. So yeah, sort of. So yeah, long story short. So my girlfriend got hurt pretty bad. She had to basically, she had to jump out of her apartment there was an emergency situation. She got hurt. So that's all I'll say. And then, uh, we were talking, we've been talking for a while. We were going to do this a while back, but this happened. And, um, and then, so she did your headshots and your, are you married or your fiance and your fiance's was your fiance do. Wow. Okay. So yeah. So my girlfriend, I'll say her name. His name is Maria Thornburg. And I'll, I'll actually put something on the blog in this one. I have to, you guys. This is this is kind of a big event in my life, so this is a hardcore thing. I'm not going to talk about it too much more than this, but she did your headshots. This is my little segue, by the way. 
So she, why did she take your headshots? Like, what's your deal? Uh-huh. Yeah, it is. You know, they, they pay well. And uh-huh. Yeah. So, oh shit! So, see, here's I I thought this came after Master Chef, yeah, and it was like some sort of a promotion. Well, okay, so this is this is what I was kind of segueing into. So I assumed it had to do something with that. So let's just I'm just talking to you like as if nobody knows who you are or what you've done or anything. So you, what's the deal with Master Chef? So you're a drummer, you're a drummer, and you're a musician. You are a drummer. So Troubadour, by the way, is because we have like listeners all over the place, different countries. That's like the old school. Yeah, this it's uh, it is Sunset, isn't it? Or Santa Monica, Santa Monica. But it's like one of the oldest, like most established, like biggest clubs for live music in, in Hollywood, basically. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you didn't have any like formal training. You just you just knew how to cook. You just all right. Yeah. Yeah. 
What did you? Have to, what was the? What was the audition thing all about? Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Uh huh. Okay. All right. So it could be anybody, and yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> How's the show gonna work? Yeah. Oh, really? Wow. That's a hardcore weed out process. And how long did that go over the course of a year, or how long did they they show the show? Uh, okay, what network? What network? Network was that? What t- what channel or whatever? On Fox. So. What did that do to your life? And what what's is there what's uh what happened? So what ha- and how long ago was this though before you answer that? Was this just like uh how recent was this? Okay. So pretty pretty fresh. To do what? For for like, are you gonna have your own popcorn or something pretty soon? <laughs> well, you know what I mean, like, with spaghetti sauce or I don't know, whatever. Yeah. Jesus. What is this? So you, okay. But you were, okay. You were a drummer for all your adult life and you are a drummer, a musician. So, you know, there's a, there's a little bit of limelight and lifestyle there for sure. But, um, this is like a way bigger spotlight. I'm assuming than what you're. Yeah. For what, what you want to plug your band and what, what was it called? Okay. 
we're doing really, really well. Um, but it just kind of it fell apart. It got, yeah, it happens. Yeah. Okay, I, I want to hear a little bit about all of those. Is there anything you could say or not? Yeah. <laughs> Do they get your? You mean like they get your phone number, or you mean just on, on like an email or whatever? Wow. Bam. Oh, Jesus. So you get that and you get a stock. You pick up a stalker or two along the way. Oh, that's always good. Wow. It was intense and quick and intense though, right? Yeah. What how do you like so what's how do you feel about that, man? Do, and do you feel like do you feel like you'd want more? Or do you feel like it was a mistake? What do you feel about that? Mm-hmm. Someone's going to buy it, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, he's a hardcore dude too, right? <laughs> so yeah, he pulls new punches, man. That guy. So was he brutal to you, or was, was he all right? Um, I mean, like, the only 
Wow. Weren't, weren't you right at the precipice of winning that? Yeah, yeah. I've seen some of it. Th that you got robbed and so on. Yeah. That's pretty cool, though. Yeah. You know, yeah, it would for me too, I think. Um, I was just thinking when you mentioned Gordon Ramsay, because I, I don't, you know, I don't really follow. I've seen his show where, I don't know what it's called, they go, he goes to like these old restaurants and kind of helps read. Yeah, I think that was the one. Um, you know, at first glance, that guy, you know, you can think, God, what, this guy's being an asshole or whatever. But, but you know, when I really watch this guy and um, – I don't think I've seen a more passionate guy about anything. I think it's really true care, like real compassion about what he's doing. It's not, you know, just being a flagrant douche or something. He's just really, really cares about it. Yeah. He did. He'd foster it a little bit. Yeah. Because he took the time to mentor you. Yeah. So it was really challenging to like 
Yeah. It's not just haphazard or whatever. That's yeah. That's completely just dropping your ego in order to improve yourself, and that that's not always easy for everybody to do. Makes makes for good TV with Gordon Ramsay, though. I guess. <laughs> um, so he he. So you actually were literally mentored by Gordon Ramsay. Have you ever had, have you had other mentors in your life? I mean, not necessarily with what, maybe it is cooking. I don't know, but in any other way. Yeah. Right. What happens? Tell me. This is a major issue in, in all the creative fields, dude. Um, th this is, you know, not to bring it back to, I mean, we're going to, I mean, but with uh, Maria, my girl, she's a photographer, just so everybody, in case everybody didn't figure that out, and talks about this exact thing all the time. Whether you're, and I imagine this happens with anybody. Let's say if you're a doctor, people like, you're a friend and they're like, you know, I want to check my back or whatever. Or you're a lawyer and they ask for free advice or whatever. You know, I'm sure it happens in a lot of different fields, but creative fields especially there's a certain weird lack of respect where people just feel like you don't they don't have to pay you for whatever you do and, and what you do man it it's you know it has value and, it, and i'm sure i don't know if this happens with um you know with uh with your music or anything too but 
this is, it is a big deal and there it's kind of interesting that you're talking about that about the you know certain liberation and saying no and power in it um yeah yeah i think well yeah like van gogh right he didn't earn a dime and now you know paintings like 100 million dollars or whatever but uh speaking of that was so like do you like who who's your favorite drummer do you have a favorite drummer or drummers Of what band? Just in case people don't know. Okay. Yeah. Uh huh. Totally different, like you were just saying. Yeah. Oh, right, yeah. I was a huge police fan when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty amazing, really, when you think about that. Uh-huh. He did. You know, just a, on a tangent, when you mentioned Dave Grohl and all these bands, like I, years ago, I worked at the House of Blues for a while, and uh, and uh, yeah, it's fucking awful. So if anybody doesn't know the House of Blues, it's that was another big landmark and the Sunset Strip actually, and like amazing, amazing. Uh, Tupac had his last show there. James Brown had his last show on that stage. It's it's disgusting. I think they're putting a hotel or something. Because Live Nation bought it. I don't. I, I guess I shouldn't publicly rip on. But anyway, it became corporate, and then they sold it, and it's it's really sad. But my time there was amazing to me because I saw so much shit that I would have never ever paid to go see, of every different genre, and I learned like, dude, I would I would see, and it's it's still not something that I would maybe necessarily buy. Let's say an example of something. I don't, I can't think of anything specific, but like, I would see how it works. I would see how people are being affected, and this and this back and forth thing that's happening between the the, the exactly, and it was moving, dude. And it actually, it's like I get it. I don't know, you necessarily have to like it though, but I I got it, and uh, 
So I think that's kind of interesting and cool when you talk about these different, completely different drummers. And it, it made me think of you too when you say that. It's it's kind of similar, like this uh, this lack of, it takes a lack of ego in a way, I think, to actually be able to be open to things that are outside of your scope or whatever you're comfortable with or whatever you like or not like. It seems like kind of a common theme for you. And, and that could be a huge key to your success if you want to call it success for you or not i i I feel it is and i think is it new that's what i was going to ask because that's something um i struggle with that sometimes man that's that's a flaw of mine and i'm aware of it and uh but it's something like um yeah yeah well tell like when did you when when were you confronted with that and how did you how did that happen That's brutal. You don't move in high school. That's fuck. You were the footloose guy. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. What'd you play? Okay. Oh really? When you say that, you mean like a discipline, like a, or just kind of a hardcore. Right. Okay. Football mentality. Or he'd literally kick you in the ass or do things like that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Not that uncommon. Well, at least it didn't used to be. Maybe now it's uncommon, but. No shit. Mm-hmm. The kid that was in my spot was older than me, but he was heavy, he was slow, and his dad bought the team. Oh, wow. 
Yeah. Get just that last minute. Yeah. And then one day my mom came home and I stopped and she goes, Hello, good, keep going. And I was like, Oh, okay. And then Oh, okay. So we were we were getting more than any you know kids because we had this idea that we were going to split our bands and change to school. Um, and we did. We got so many good jobs. We weren't that good, but we were the only kids playing our style of music. Everyone else was playing this like screamo stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. So it was working out for you pretty well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's motivated many big things that's happened in the world, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Wow. So it must be good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> but you took it in. Right. Mm 
Do you, uh, when this kind of thing happens, do you still feel that tug inside that like, or, and you, and you battle it inside. So you're aware of that and it's not easy every time. It's still not easy, but you make the choice. I think that's really fucking strong and interesting. And that's a, that's a lesson for me, dude. It's weird. I know we're, this is not for me where all these people are listening to us, but that's for, that's for me. Dude, what are you talking about? Yeah, right, right, right. Mm-hmm. And I had to sit there and take it and take it. And when we got done, we were completely different. 
Yeah. Yeah. But see, but it's not, it's, it's not like, um, you know, it's not like you're caving in or it's not like, you know, you're not standing up for your, it's, it's humility. And it's like, you know, just being able to take in these ideas. Let me just hear this shit out and, and see if it works or if it doesn't. And maybe, you know, it's a different thing. And, uh, this one's very this one's particularly hard the the ego uh situation is particularly difficult for guys i i would i would probably for anyone but i was especially for i'm not, I'm not gonna say guy well i will i'll say for guys that are like you said that maybe tend to be a little bit on the alpha side or I think so too. There's just a, the, the communicate better. They just I, I'll just say this: guys tend to have that problem more than women do, and it's a problem. Yeah. But I mean, there's a difference between standing up for what you believe in, though, right? I mean. Right. Yeah. Right, and stagnation. Do, so, do you? So, like, you are you aware? Like, are you like of the moment of your like how your life was before you had this little shift and where you are now? Have you ever thought about that? I mean, do you do you ever attribute this change of uh, attitude and what it, and how that's affected your life? Because it seems like look. Look where you were then. It's not like it wasn't bad, but look where you are now as a result of 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 that. Yeah. It was also yours. Yeah. So what's more important, your little pride or the or the result, right? <laughs> How so? How's that? Okay. 
So you're a rock star in the kitchen now. <laughs> yeah. So you're booked like a rock star. <laughs> I, it's true. By the way, is chef is a title? Is that is that like an official like title of some kind? Because I know chefs like to be called chefs. You know, a lot of time. You're a leader. You're a leader. It's similar, I think, to being a director, maybe in some ways. Have you, do you ever, do you take like, um, do you try to do anything to, uh, you were talking about listening to different kinds of music, for example, do you, do you do anything in the culinary world to sort of expose yourself to different things? Or do you, do you feel like you have a certain, um, thing? Yeah, I don't know. I'm like, like, do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Maybe I'll go back to a filmmaker like, maybe there's a certain, you know, Scorsese does Scorsese movies. Do you, so do you have like, do you have an identity, a, a character that you, or do you want to expand on that in some way or?
that's kind of like what I've been known for is the creative, artistic side. Um, but pushing myself is what every chef has to do is depth of flavor. Mm. And it's really like, you know, Gordon would talk to us sometimes about hiding the flavors in a dish um, where you, like, you don't see that flavor or you don't expect that flavor, but then when you eat it, it's like a surprise. Mm. Jesus. Yeah. I did that with a bone broth once for 24 hours, I think. Ever. <laughs> like gallons. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh, right, right. Stay at their house for a day. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Don't mind me. <laughs> Resources and yeah, right. You're kind of an alchemist yeah. in a way, you know. What? And then 30 seconds 
Okay. You're doing other stuff. Yeah. 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 I under I get that, dude. I get that. I understand what you mean. I, I, I get it totally. No, it's something you had to do. Yeah, I, I do get it. I think I I I admire that quality actually. Yeah, it's not like you're breaking out a, a pad and a pen or something and you're going to write a poem or something. You're, you take some shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's why they want to be called their title, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just came up ground up. There's many roads to get there. Yeah. And so the only difference is some people respect the roads you've taken and some people don't. Right. It's like in the military. It's like the fresh-faced guy at a West Point officer rather than the the dude who put in the years from the, you know. Yeah, yeah. Of, of, of some of the nicest restaurants around the world, 
It's amazing. That angers a lot of people, bro. Yeah. Yeah, that's good for anything, though. So, I just, it's hard every day, but people don't know, like, it's four o'clock in the morning, they're getting a piece of paper shoved under our door telling us what house they should be in and what time to be down in the lobby. You have to be down in the lobby and then we get in the van and we're told we can't talk to each other until we have microphones on. So, we're sitting in town for hours and being driven to locations that we're not able to know what those locations are until we get there. And, and uh, you know, we don't know what we're cooking most of the time. Like, we walk in and there's a box sitting in front of us, and we can't look under the box until Jordan just lifts it up. Wow. And he lifts it up, and we have five minutes to come up with an idea to make it good. You know, so it's like, yeah. yeah, there's a huge amount of pressure. <laughs> if anybody doesn't know this guy, yeah, I'll, I'll post I'll post some some harsh video of him on the blog with it, so they get a taste of what he can how he can be. Is there? We're actually around an hour, so I wanted to. Uh, this flew actually for me. Um, no, it's great. I I I fucking love this. It was I really love this talk. But before we uh, wrap it up, I was wondering if like well, a couple things. If there's anything maybe you thought I might ask you about or talk about that you wanted to touch on, and like if you have anything that. Uh, I don't know, websites or anything that, whether it's your band or whatever else or things, things you want to talk about real quick. Yeah, you don't know the half of it, man. I don't want to interrupt you, but you're right. Everything that this that we're talking, I'm sorry. Go ahead, go ahead. But you're right. Probably should have said this for after you're talking here. Oh, that's nice, man. I'll, I'll put that on there. Thank you. But you're right, though. I mean, before we go, I mean, 
there's a difference between surrender and giving up a big difference. And I think you're talking about surrendering when you say letting it go, things letting it go. That's not giving up. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a trust, I guess. It's a turning over to something bigger than yourself. Yeah. There's another ego thing. Right. This was actually a really fucking great talk, dude. Thank you so much. Me too. All right. So, uh, any website or anything we're going? Thanks, man. Thanks. Good talk. So that was Derek Pellet, you guys. I hope you guys enjoyed that talk as much as I did. Um, I actually uh, am lucky enough to have been invited by him for uh, dinner over with his uh, fiance sometime. So I'm really stoked about that. I'll let you guys uh, let you guys know how that goes. I'll probably uh, post the uh, the photo of it on the Triumphant Disaster Instagram when that happens. So yeah, he uh, obviously super sharp guy, really, really smart, really focused, really cool guy. Um, so glad that I got a chance to have this conversation with him and um, got a few more cool guys coming up in the near future. And uh, like I said, you know, be patient with me. It might be a little bit um, fewer and further between. I'll try to get one out at least every couple weeks. And uh, anything that we talked about, as usual, if you just go to triumphanddisasterblog.com, you'll be able to uh, check out links for it. And we'll see you next week. Triumph of Disaster. Thanks, guys.